Welcome to Better Cast Saul, the officially unofficial podcast for Better Call Saul on AMC. I'm Jim, and today with me is a, a friend of mine, uh, also a YouTuber, Pete Peppers. Uh, hey guys, I'm Pete. I'm here. Hey Pete, how's it going? Uh, you do you have done Better Call Saul recaps among other shows over on your YouTube channel? Um, yep. And I thought. Since you were a big fan of Better Call Saul, and I knew you were doing a big rewatch of the whole thing leading into season six, <laughs> and maybe we could get together and talk about it a little bit before the season airs. Yes, because it does need to be talked about, I think. Oh, man, does it? I I did my rewatch, and I came away with, I, I would say, an entirely new appreciation for this show. Because I, it, when we talk, and I've been doing this podcast now for uh, all five seasons, um, and so I've I've been talking with Aaron and I've been talking with my wife Alexis in the latest season, and you get down kind of in the nitty gritty, and I think you kind of lose sight of the big picture and and what the show is doing that is so special. But when you get to binge watch all of it, it's a completely different experience. I came away thinking, man, this show is just as good as Breaking Bad in its highs. Yeah, I think that there's a lot that that just sort of. When you're when you're trying to figure out what's going to happen, when you go back and watch it, and that's gone, and you're just sort of in, enjoying it for what it is, mm-hmm. there's there's so much more that comes to the surface. So I agree with you completely. I mean, I think it's one of the most rewatchable shows, which is weird because it's kind of slow. People kind of say, you know, it's too slow. It doesn't really grab you in that way, but it does have that. It does do that the more that you get into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And just seeing the way that they connect everything, I think is what I appreciate most. Um, all, all those scenes, like, yeah, people say it's slow. Um, and I agree with them. I think this show is a little bit overindulgent in its style every once in a while. Um, but at the same time, I feel like those scenes aren't wasted necessarily. They just take a little bit longer than you might want them to. Uh, and they're few and far between, you know, like they do something every episode that will be this big set piece or or this big stylistic flair. And 99% of the time, I feel like they hit it just right. And there's maybe one in a, in a season that doesn't quite work for me. But but it, but it's never wasted time. They're always doing something for a character, something for the plot. So, yeah. Be- yeah, that that word indulgent is interesting because that's what came to mind whenever I just recently re- rewatched season one was I was like, man, they really knew that they could do what they wanted to do with this because <laughs> they're coming off a huge success with with Breaking Bad. You know, they have they had more. I think they had more leeway to really explore the characters than a normal show would do if they were up to like we need to, to hit some numbers and we need to get the people interested in this and. I don't think indulgent in a bad way necessarily, but it's borderline like, you know, we, we can do this, so we're going to do this, you know, uh-huh. and, and it, it it pays off. It, it pays off so much later. Like, you know, I think a lot of people would consider season five to be the best one. I don't think it's nearly as good if you don't have all of that stuff that built up to that, though. You know what I mean? If you oh, think yeah. about the plot and everything that's happening, it's it's not like groundbreaking stuff it's that we're so invested in those characters by that point that they can basically do anything so when you put some stakes in you throw lalo in the mix and all of a sudden things are dangerous again you know what i mean Uh it just makes it 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 just it 
both of the things it needs both of those things to be as good as it is and like you said when you go back and rewatch it you can kind of appreciate that in a different way yeah and you see the the effects of those early seasons rippling out like you said into these later ones um you know you look at jimmy or saul goodman now at this point uh in season five and you think okay how was he affected by his brother's death right and and all the things that led up to it just the the complicated stew that was their relationship and man that's some of my favorite stuff chuck versus jimmy that whole three season arc was just fantastic um oh yeah I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's a perfect idea to put that in between brothers because no one knows you like a close family member uh-huh. and no one can hurt you that way if they're so inclined. Right. So it's just, it's, yeah, it's insane. And they're both, and they're both really skilled at what they do. It's a chess game between these two people who are, you know, they have a very different kind of skill sets but they're they're both very capable and so whenever it turns dark i mean it's it's vicious yeah totally and you know the show is often hilarious as well there were a couple of scenes that i had (laughs) forgotten about uh that boy when i hit them i was just laughing i I couldn't control myself it's it's the one with the my favorite scene i think as far as comedy goes in this whole show is the one with acker where jimmy is trying to fix the situation for Kim and he takes this, he, he goes up to his house, he takes this picture and he sticks his foot in the door. This guy can't close it and he's like, I, I just, I, I'm here, I just want you to look at this photo. Tell me what you see, tell me what you see. And Acker looks at it and, and we don't get to see it as an audience member. Uh, yeah. And he just says, it's a man and he takes this long pause as if he's trying to decipher what he's seeing and then he just says, fucking a horse? Yeah. So good. Imagine me as the man and Mesa Verde as the horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And those yup commercials that he does. Oh, man. There's so many good moments yeah. in this show. That's what that's what I thought you were going to go for. I thought you were going to say the, the Mesa Verde thing. Like, that was so out of left field when it first happened. You know, like, you think, okay, well... Jimmy's going to follow Kim's lead here and he's, he's not going to bring it out. Uh, and I just watched that maybe a couple of days ago. I just got to that part from my rewatch and I definitely laughed out loud, like <laughs> by myself in my, in my uh, living room. I, I, it's just, that commercial is just so ridiculous. Like everyone reacting to it, everything about it is just perfect. Oh, and, and the other thing that I really admired about the show in my rewatch is the way that they're able to blend comedy and drama because uh, and that's one of the prime examples in the series, in my opinion, is when he's playing those commercials. This was part of their plan. But then Jimmy, Kim called it off and Jimmy went ahead with it and totally betrayed her. So there's a hilarious thing happening. But in the background, you can see Kim is just she can't believe it. She can't believe what a betrayal this is. Yeah, he made her the sucker, right? Yeah. And the part that really makes it work is that in his mind, it makes sense to do it that way because her being there, actually being mad at him, right. sells it to her to her employees. You know, so you see how a lot of what Jimmy does, he thinks that way. He said, "Well, okay, that that makes sense because it'll work," and he doesn't really think it through beyond of like what's going to happen after that. You know, right? And, I mean, that brings me to some of the stuff like one of the other things that I'm not sure I care for, uh, like I said, very few and far between in the show, but 
I never quite understood why after all these betrayals, after all these lies, Kim is still on Jimmy's side. I, I know there's an allure to him, to to the way he conducts himself, to his lifestyle that Kim likes, but uh, it seems like she has been, she has stretched that allure so far, uh, and it's just hanging from a thread now, but yet she's still there. Yeah, it's it's really hard to, it's, I don't know that there is a, you know, a rational decision or description of what's going on there. Totally. You know? I, 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 I thought about that a lot in this rewatch and there's no, there's no good reason for her to be doing that. So this is kind of what you're saying, right? Like mm-hmm. there's, it doesn't really make sense. But then again, as people, we, we often do things that don't make sense and, and we, we stay stuck and, and things happen that way. I think we'll we'll come around to it, but I think like the big thing with with her and where she's at, like as far as going after Howard, is that that conversation they had in the courthouse. You know what I mean? The idea of why she's still with Jimmy is 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 definitely a lot more more complicated. You know, and mm-hmm. I think that I mean, you know, I think that there's there's something about the fact that they both they both sort of came from nowhere. They both see themselves as outsiders in this world. And so there's a there's a familiarity and there's a kind of loyalty that she expects exists inside of Jimmy. Mm hmm. But then, you know, the the writers, they throw these kinds of things in there where he totally betrays her in front of everyone. And then you say, well, what, 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 whenever you're doing the, uh, you know, when you're trying to figure out what's going on here, what wins out in those internal arguments, you know? And then, yeah, I, I, I know that, you know, a lot of people would say that episode nine is, you know, and, and, and 509 is like one of the best episodes ever. And I would agree with that. But I think that still the one thing that happened in, in, in season five was that decision whenever, you know, they know that we know that after the betrayal with Mesa Verde, that she's, she should leave him. Right. Right. Yeah. Everyone and everyone watching that is thinking, okay, this is it. This is when she finally leaves him. And they go all the way through the emotional, like she explains to him why they're going to do why she should do that. And, and you're like, okay, this is it, man. I, I feel so bad about this. It's been coming. I knew it was coming, but it's finally here and I can't do it. And then she says, or we get married. <laughs> right. You know, and it's, and it's like, no one anticipated that. I mean, I was watching really closely i was making videos i was talking about to people all the time reading everything there was no there was no buddy out there thinking that maybe these two might be married by episode seven all the conversation was about when are they gonna when is she finally going to leave you right know? and and maybe it's and, just a sign of like everybody <laughs> wanting kim to succeed you know everybody Knowing that that Saul is headed down the drain and that she hoping she'll get out of that sphere of influence before it's too late. Yeah, but then I also wonder is like, what do they see for her on that other side, though, because she's clearly not all that happy being the corporate lawyer. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. a big part of her story, too. We tend to pick up on all of Jimmy's shortcomings i mean how can you miss them and you know they're they're real and they're there 
But there's this other thing that's going on with her where she's not satisfied with what she's worked towards. You know, she, she kind of, she built up this thing. She worked like hell. She came from nothing. She's really good at it, but also it doesn't really satisfy her either. You know? So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fascinating character. That stuff with Acker pointed character. that out. Yeah. She's, she's great. I mean, she might be the best character in the show. Honestly, uh, Jimmy's fantastic too. But them yeah. together, their powers combined is pretty amazing. Yeah, I love it. Maybe we should talk a little bit about where we left things, catch people up uh, if they haven't had the opportunity to rewatch the entire series or maybe even season five before next week. Um, Sounds like a plan. And we can start with Kim uh, just to continue on her train here. Uh, she defended Jimmy from Lalo, essentially using her brains rather than brawn. And um, I, I think that it, she's she's almost like feeling like she's in deep enough now that like, why not? Let's just go all the way in on this, push all the chips into the middle. Um, and she's decided that she would like to use their powers for what I consider, because I've had a total over the last five seasons change of perspective on Howard. I, I consider evil um, to take down Howard for not not great reasons as best I can tell. Um, and so she quit Schweikert and Coakley to take on pro bono cases full time. And now she wants to ruin Howard's reputation so that Davis and Maine will settle the Sandpiper case. Jimmy can get the money and then they can, what she says she'll do with it is hire a team of lawyers and open up a full blown pro bono practice. Yep. So, the number I, th- I think the number one thing I'm looking forward to next season is how does the plot against Howard manifest? Because I think it's going to be a hilarious and be kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, I think they I think you, you brought up something that they they I think they have made an effort to make Howard sympathetic in the last last season you know i think Mm -hmm. he he didn't play a large role but it's pretty hard to it's pretty hard to go against him any of the stuff that he does except for that last part where he he comes in and and talks to kim in the courthouse Uh, so Mm -hmm. they're definitely setting that up i would say yeah i i think so um maybe we could talk uh, a little bit about jimmy i think at this point he is I would say torn between getting his perfect partner in crime because you think back to like when he was running around with Marco and how much fun they had together and how right that felt. Um, Well, now imagine if, if Marco were an attractive woman that he could also sleep with and they had an even deeper relationship Uh, (laughs) or so he's torn between like getting that perfect partner in crime or keeping the woman that he loves out of harm's way. And boy, what a conundrum Uh, you kind of see it starting to to manifest at the end of that that last episode where he's just like we're we're just talking about this stuff right we're not gonna actually do this to howard um i think i think they will actually do it to howard i think kim is more in control of what they do than jimmy is yeah i i think that they they did a pretty a pretty noticeable mirroring of their two positions. You know, they had the, they had Kim do the finger guns at the end. That, that was the same as, as Jimmy doing that at the end of season four, Mm -hmm. she was the one before that was always saying, 
we're just talking here. We're not really doing this. And now he's that in that position. And, um, and it's funny because of the way that, you know, this, this trip through the desert that set all that up, right. It, it, it yeah. not only, it not only pulled on, it, 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 it showed her that, that she's in whether she likes it or not, kind of with Jimmy, didn't it? I mean, he put oh, her yeah. through this crazy ordeal. It, it, there's a, there's a lot of people who will will throw out the idea that maybe she's trying to she's going to break bad and you know she's going to scam Jimmy and I I kind of see where that's coming from. But if you really look at the emotional stuff that's going on in in the last few episodes, I feel like Kim is has made peace with the fact that she's she's going to double down mm-hmm. on this relationship rather than walk away from it. So. Yeah, if I'm going to double down, then I, I'm going to be in it. And and Jimmy is, you know, he's got some serious PTSD from what just went down. He realizes that the only thing that matters to him is Kim, and it just just everything about what he's doing now is to to not put her in harm's way. And she has the you know she's ready to go. She's ready to go after you know Howard on this thing. So yeah, they're they're pretty much in opposite positions to where they were before. Yeah, and it feels so natural the way that they got them there. I just you know, the organically these opportunities spring up for Jimmy. He takes them thinking, you know, he'll be some big big wig lawyer working for the cartel and then it just turns out to devastate him. And yep. then the those roles flip, you know. It's they they have a knack for that kind of storytelling, that naturalistic uh organic storytelling. Yeah, I, I thought that one of the things that, that I, I, whenever I was looking, when I was breaking down the trailer, and I, I made a video about that, and one of the things that, that dawned on me, what, what I thought about when I thought about Howard was that he is out of his element if he's going, I mean, Jimmy is a pretty good scammer, mm-hmm. and you know we've seen that over and over again, but Jimmy and Kim together, it's like a, you know, this is like a, a superhero duo. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is, if nothing else, they are a great team. So my thought was that Howard is completely, completely out of his element here. And that, you know, there's a hint in the, in the trailer that he might be trying to build a case (laughs) against Jimmy, you know? Yeah. I I wonder if that's a legal case. I don't know if we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but you've probably seen the trailer, everybody. Um, I wonder if that's a legal case or I wonder if, if this is part of the scam that Jimmy and Kim are running on him. Uh, well, that was my thought was that, that if he's, if he thinks he's doing something against them, yep. it's probably because they want him to think that, yes. you know what I mean? Cause if you go back and you watch all of Jimmy's early scams, it's almost always about, you know, their confidence scams. So he, he wins over the you know the mark and then the mark always thinks that they're the one who's driving the bus mm-hmm. and it leads to them giving something up to jimmy and marco right so right yeah I, oh man i can't I, tell you how excited i am to see how this plays out with howard I, yeah i know I, I didn't mean to jump ahead there but i just I, <laughs> no it's I, okay <laughs> it's okay i wanted to talk about it and i got an opportunity um Maybe we should move over to Mike. He's an easy one. I, I feel like Mike is just kind of working for Gus now. Uh, he's a lot of his plots have kind of come to their fruition. Um, he is butting heads over whether 
or not to let Nacho out of Gus's cage, though. But yeah, that I might think be moot after after what happens with the assassination attempt on Lalo. Yeah, I think, you know, I wanted to I wanted to have a better opinion of what happened with Mike in season five. I thought that was kind of the the weakest of the revelations because, you know, we saw Mike. He has this code. He he you, you can understand how he got sucked into thinking, OK, I'm just working for him to build this lab. Right. Mm-hmm. And then that went sideways and he ended up having to kill Werner and you know he still wasn't ready to be the guy who is a button man for Gus right yeah so I I kind of when when I was looking at season five I wanted to find that thing that said oh okay now I see why that makes more sense and I think really the way you could just encapsulate where Mike's at is he decided to play the hand that he was dealt you know Mm -hmm. he says you know I am good at this I I don't have anything else going on. I just want to be able to provide for my family for when I'm gone. But it, it's kind of hard to see where that goes, how that goes anywhere at all. Like you said, his, his story is mostly about what he's going to do um, in relation to Nacho and trying to get Nacho and his mm-hmm. dad out alive. And, and that's probably fine going into Breaking Bad where we know Mike, you know, early on Mike is, is a non-entity, right? He's just one of... He he's just the best of Gus's dudes. So, yeah, I, I think I'll be fine if we don't see a ton of Mike or a big arc for Mike in this final season. Because um, I know that I have five more seasons of that waiting for me in Breaking Bad. So, yeah, I would, I, it's not important really uh, to me either. There, a lot of where the first time I was watching, you know, the, a lot of where I would have problems was that I was so wrapped up in what was ever going on with Jimmy and Chuck or Jimmy and Kim that I felt like it was a distraction to move away to the, to the other side of the story sometimes, you know? Yeah. Especially because a lot of Mike's scenes, you know, he, he's, he moves a lot slower and so do his scenes. Um, they're very, his scenes are just as patient as he is. Um, yeah. If you want to, you want to talk about indulgent, it's there. And I mean, I, yeah. I can love that as uh-huh. far as just art, you know, of just watching, people making uh you know a compelling scene of television or whatever but you know it 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 it, ha- it also kind of has to be able to hold up hold my attention to to what else is going on or else it's not really effective too right so sure and, and jimmy early on you know he was the fun one to watch right always doing the scams absolutely um but I don't know. I think they did a great job with Mike's storyline throughout these seasons, and I won't be disappointed if we don't get too much more from him. Uh, I agree. Next up, I would say Lalo. Uh, Lalo survived the assassination attempt, and boy, he certainly looks like he's going to be on the warpath come season six. Um, Yeah. He's... What? I know... And maybe now's a good time to tell people you you have seen the first two episodes. You had screener copies for those. Um, yeah. And and you're sensitive to spoilers. We're not going to give any out here, so don't worry about that. Um, I, I am curious, though, what... And I'm not, not necessarily asking you. I'm asking the royal we here. Uh, what is Lalo going to do after this failed assassination attempt? He is... What is he capable of? Because I feel like he is the Salamanca version of Gus. He He's maybe not as smart as Gus maybe not quite as patient as Gus. 
he feels like a Gus Light. I, I just I wonder yeah, but, how his powers will measure up to Gus. Yeah, he has he has different skills. You know what I mean? He's charismatic in a way that that Gus is not. Totally. And he you know he he can move in some ways. I think what's really fascinating about his story at this point though is that he jumped bail. He uh-huh. he he really shouldn't be able to move freely in the United States. You sure. know this. They, he 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 paid seven million dollars cash bail in case you haven't rewatched the season lately like people will recognize that and it's a murder case you know it's a totally innocent person that got killed at the um the money place and so uh, that's what i i think about is like what can he actually do like i know he's completely capable of doing any number of things but he he's restricted in that you know he's he's a wanted man in the U S and I don't expect, uh, Gus to, to leave the U S. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. He might be kind of cordoned off from doing much. And let's talk about Nacho for a second. He kind of lost his, his right hand man. Nacho has been doing a lot of work for him. Uh, you know, Nacho has been covertly working for Gus the entire fifth season, but also, you know, overtly he, he's still part of the Salamanca clan. Uh, he escaped the assassination attempt as well. And Mike, like we said earlier, is trying to get him out from under Gus. Um, they've had a talk, but Gus doesn't want to give him up as an asset. I, I do wonder if that, that part of his story is all moot at this point, but Lalo doesn't have him, you know, he's, he's kind of going to be on the run at this point. So what good is he going to be to Lalo? Yeah. Nacho. I mean, he is, he's a liability for both sides in a way, you know what I mean? They like yeah. for one, they just, this was Lalo's long-term plan until Tuco got out of prison was he, he introduced him to Eladio and he, and this is, he introduced him as our man in the North, our new man in the North. Right. Mm-hmm. So now Lalo doesn't have that. I don't know. I don't know how the Salamanca organization continues with him down South and Nacho on the run. That's, that's a big, question for the beginning of the season and then Gus already didn't care about him so now he 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 kind of has to take him out doesn't he because if if he was to be caught by the Salamancas and questioned he could implicate Gus yeah no you're probably right about that Um, he might be at the run from literally everyone at this point maybe maybe trying to to make contact with Mike perhaps um, as his only ally (laughs) I, yes. I think that there's I think that's definitely possible and, and, and then you just have to wonder, well, does Mike have any any actual influence over Gus? Because mm-hmm. you know, he was bringing that up at the in season five and, and Gus just shut it down pretty <laughs> you know, pretty quickly. Yeah. Totally. So um, yeah, I think not to he's interesting in that, you know, he's he, he he became a fan favorite character. He became the one that you're you're rooting to make it out alive, and they set it up so where it's really hard to see how that might actually play out. <laughs> yeah, maybe he can go to Germany. Maybe maybe Mike can hook yeah. him up with uh, Werder Ziegler's wife. Kai, yeah. Okay, yeah, give him Kai's cell phone number and just have him hang out. <laughs> uh, another character that we haven't talked about in a long time because we don't see them but once a season is gene 
Uh, yeah. Gene, last we saw him in season five, episode one, got recognized as Saul Goodman by someone who was from Albuquerque. And it was a taxi driver. You might remember that. He yeah. started the process for getting disappeared by the vacuum cleaner guy. But then he changed his mind midstream. And he decided instead he's going to deal with it himself. Which to me means one last hurrah for Slippin' Jimmy. One last good time for for Saul Goodman. I don't know. I, I'm... We, me and Aaron and and my wife have always talked about what we're going to see from Gene and wanting to see more from Gene eventually and always wondered, like, is this going to be the season where they give us more than just that first cold open on the first episode? Are we going to get to see a whole episode of Gene or something? I'm still waiting for that. Yeah. I'm still curious and I'm, I would still be excited to see that. Um, and if it's going to happen, it has to happen in the next 13 episodes, so... Yeah, and I think I think that there's a little bit that you can go off of based on what we've already seen. Him saying that I'm going to I'm going to fix it myself. Mm-hmm. Um to me that 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 feels like it's setting up a turn and like you know a more complicated story at least. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I imagine like my 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 you know my theory would be that when he says that he's he's thinking about going after this cab driver and in mm-hmm. the way that he always does. But that doesn't really seem like the, the satisfying ending in of itself, right? Exactly. To the whole story. It's so I feel like there's yeah. going to, I think that's going to be the setup and there'll be a turn and then that'll be, is Gene going to turn himself in? Is Gene going to do whatever? However, that's going to play out for their big, big thing. You know, he's just sort of the catalyst. And I, I think that that hints that there's going to be, full-blown gene episodes because there's going to be more than just you know five or ten minutes worth of stuff that he's doing yeah i i would definitely watch that it would be a shocking ending to the series if it was just him pulling one last scam on on the taxi driver yeah Uh, without uh, any consequences or anything sure yeah so uh there's one last character who we really haven't talked about in a long time um that is probably going to play into season six. I would imagine Uh, we find out that Tuco is getting out of prison and I wonder, you know, do they set him up because obviously like Tuco is running whatever is left of the, the Salamanca operation when we find him uh, in breaking pad. Right. So, Are they going to set him up as the guy running this stuff in the first half of the season or the last half of the season? I'm curious to see how long they, they kind of play that for. Yeah, I, I really don't know. I, I, I thought about that because whenever before Lalo leaves for Mexico, he, he does go to visit um, Hector in the in the old folks home and he, he tells him about you know it's just going to be about 10 months i think he's i didn't make a note of it but i think that's what it was in 10 months tuco gets out yeah so there is a time there is there's time in between when that's supposed to happen mm-hmm. it, it's pretty hard to it's pretty hard to say i i think that he will make an appearance you know i would assume um, so yeah it kind of book in the series with him i'm not sure if there's an opening for them to 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 put somebody in that place. Like I haven't really heard about new characters or, or anything like that. Like somebody else to fill that void temporarily. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm. just just a thing to keep in mind that at any time we could have a, a Tuco on the loose. Uh, and I think that's about it for all the characters as far as we left things. Um, is there anybody that I missed who might be important? Um, I think we touched on most of them. Gus, I guess, is, you know, he's a little bit of a, I don't know what you do with him. This That's sort of one of the questions I have going on is uh, he's going to be certainly going to be, do you think there's going to be more to his story than just him being in this existential battle with Lalo? And then, you know, yeah. And, and how does he not win that? We, we know and- that he's, yeah, we know that he's still alive, and mm-hmm. and and Lalo is 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 not around at least in the day to day operations of, of Breaking Bad. So, right. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, if you get in the weeds enough with this, you could probably do an entire season of it. But this is an yeah. extended season, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Um, maybe we should talk a little bit about the season six trailer or things we're looking forward to as well. Um, uh, I, I know we've talked a little bit about this, but th- there are some specifics I wanted to to go over with the trailer. Um, okay. This this is where things, you know, if you're really a spoiler phobe, this is where we'll get a little bit spoilery. If you assume that like things you see in the trailer are also spoilers, <laughs> uh, but you know you've picked it apart probably a little more than i have because you did a video on it like you you mentioned yeah um and i've i've just got a few things like general things that are happening in there it seems like jimmy might be thinking they're using their powers for evil you know kim's kim's directly asking him that uh and that lines Mm -hmm. up with where we left jimmy at the end of that that last season yeah well, I'll just say not that this this isn't really a spoiler. Like like you mentioned, I did watch them, and it it does just what you think it would as far as picking up right where things left off. Okay, you know what I mean. Cool. So a lot of what you see in the teaser, you know, you can kind of you can kind of put it together time wise. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's all pretty pretty like next day. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> as far right. as as far as where season five ended kind of thing. Yeah. And that's something they've been doing. I that's think what I'm all, saying. It's a total normal. Yeah. It, they don't switch that up at all. It, you know I mean? Cool. It, the, the first episode, it they have to establish some things. It's a little bit slower than, than whatever, but it's exactly like every other first episode of the last, at least two or three seasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they also mentioned that, cliff and and we see we see howard talking with cliff and walking sort of down the street as kim saying there there might be building a case against jimmy um i i do wonder you know like we talked about if this is part of the plot to take down howard uh and the other thing about like taking down howard i really hope that a it will be hilarious and i think it will they're always very good at that but also i i think there's should be something beyond the pale that happens that that you can't even see it as funny. They do something so terrible to Howard that you kind of end up losing respect for one of the characters uh, involved, like yeah. Kim or Jimmy. That that feels right. That feels like the next logical conclusion to, you know, where we're going to leave Saul Goodman. Um, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree completely. And I think Jimmy, he said that. He warned her about that. Yeah, this is where things get personal, right? You get, you get yeah, personal and, and dirty. And, 
And that's one of the things that pump jumped out to me at this. You know, he, he, he did point that out. It was the correct thing. He's not wrong, but he also challenged her in that same conversation. And it doesn't seem like she wants to back down from the challenge. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. on top of the fact that, that Howard did the same thing. You know, he had, there was that, that conversation and, and he's, he's there and, and he, and he's, and he's kind of right for being there. Right. You know, he, he's saying like, there's something wrong with Jimmy. Jimmy needs, needs help. That's a true thing that's oh, yeah. going on. He's there for that reason. But he talks to her like she doesn't be, she's not able to see that or that she's not be able to make her own decisions. You know, she, mm-hmm. she says, you know how insulting this is. I make my own decisions for my own reasons. <laughs> and that's really what sets her off. It's not what he's saying because what he's saying is kind of right. It's the fact that she doesn't, he doesn't believe that she's capable of, of doing things or understanding the same things he does that, you know, he has to step in and help her or save her or whatever. So, right. That, that is the setup is that they're going to have to take it to a level where we're going to have to <laughs> really wonder about how we've been feeling about them for so long, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, you know, we only really see Nacho hiding. He's kind of looking through some, some peepholes. He's kind of, uh, he's, he's laid down in the front seat of a truck, like holding two guns as somebody walks past him. There's, it's very clear that he is on the run, which is exactly where we left him last time. So, um, all yeah. this stuff seems yeah. to be pretty, pretty like uh, pick up where we left off. Yeah. The, the, the stuff, um, if you look closely at the stuff with Nacho, you know, he, he's, he's escaping from the Hacienda. You know what I mean? Right. Like you can see that he's still wearing the same clothes he was when he walked out the door, he's running towards that motel, um, then you see the cousins there in the trailer also, they're kind of kicking in the door. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of imagine where that's going as far as, you know, what he'll be dealing with in the, in the general aftermath, because I mean, he, he walked out the, he walked out of the compound. He had nothing on him mm-hmm. and just wandered into Mexico basically. <laughs> and we've seen how wandering through the <laughs> desert goes without supplies. Yeah. So, you know, uh, he, he has some things working against him. You could say <laughs> for sure in the story. Sure. But um, I just, to, just yeah. to circle back a second though, you, you brought up cliff Maine, And one of the shots that, that in the, in the trailer that, that popped out whenever I was doing like the scene by scene, there's a shot of Howard and cliff Maine, and they're in a, locker room or something and you see you see howard pull a small bag of drugs out of the locker or something he's like holding a like a little dime bag of of powder (laughs) Uh uh-huh and i i and i think you know that that's probably one of the that kind of gives us an idea of maybe what you know kim and jimmy have in mind you know right that's exactly the type of thing that jimmy would do you know so he he throws bowling balls at your cars. He sends hookers into your fancy uh, lunch meeting to, to cost you. He plants drugs on you that that's the kind of dirty he plays. Yeah. And I mean, and his goal, their goal is to provoke him, right? To act unprofessional, do something that is, is uh, going to make everything look not, you know, make everything look bad so that, 
Cliff Maine is like just wants to get it get it done and get because they you know all both firms have put a bunch of money into this case by this time it's it's a couple of mm-hmm. years that they've been doing this so if if the if there's really bad PR around Howard and his firm then that's what the that'll make them want to settle and then Jim and Kimmy get the or <laughs> Kim and Jimmy get their money yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and they are a team now, so Jimmy's money seems to be her money too. Uh, they're a legal team anyway. Did you see the teaser that is uh, – it was a shorter one that they put out during the Breaking Bad um, marathon, and it's Howard's inside of a boxing gym. Did you see that one? No, I didn't. Mm. So, yeah, and, it's kind of an interesting thing. They 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 show them having a like he calls Jimmy there for a meeting. You don't really get much more about it, but okay, uh, something I, to think about. Yeah, I saw a couple of things. You know, with the um, actors giving their impression of this final season, and everybody, of course, is like, "It's amazing! It's operatic! It's you know all all these things." Which, what do you expect them to say? Come on. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, they, they put a lot into it as well. This is, is really their, their last time to embody these characters. So I'm sure they had a great time doing it. Yeah. Uh, I guess like the, the last thing I want to say I'm looking forward to is, um, we talked about him a little bit is Gene and that story. I, and I want to put it in context. It's, you know, Gene is the culmination of everything. Jimmy, Saul, uh, all of it. He is like where Jimmy and Saul and Gene all end up is going to be uh, expressed through the Gene scenes. So they're really going to have to do something special, I think. And I, I have full faith that they can do this. I think they did it, an amazing ending in Breaking Bad. Um, I'm just I'm looking for whatever happens with Gene to connect strongly to what's happening in this final season so that we can see the trajectory of, of Saul leading there, even after everything that goes on in Breaking Bad. Yeah, because, you know, I think that it, it, Jimmy, he's a hard guy to like, but he's also, it's really hard to, to completely write him off also, mm-hmm. you know? He, he's that he's that guy that you know he's going to make decisions that are just going to drive you insane, but at the same time, there's a lot that you can, you know, he's a likable guy Yeah. when he's not, when he's not doing <laughs> awful things to people, when he's not tricking, you know, the, the, the women at Sandpiper to uh, go against Irene or whatever. And, oh, and one of his lowest moments when it really comes down to it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think Gene is that, is that time where we could actually look at it, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. His existence as Gene is is the is the consequences. It's the result of everything he did before. You know. Yeah, and he's, so far he's free. Uh huh. He's you know he's <laughs> not he's not in jail, but it's it's the opposite of how you could ever imagine him living. I mean, he's he's tortured, and if you yeah. if you look at those scenes, that's all it's about is about him looking over his shoulder and being afraid that eventually some somebody's going to figure out who he is, and who he is isn't. There's nothing to it, you know. He goes to work, he goes home, has a has a cocktail, and mm-hmm. repeats the repeats the 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 thing, you know. And that's you know at the seeing it at the end of. Um, 
at the end of the line or where we stand now, you know, him saying, I'm going to fix this myself. That's, that's the itch that Jimmy gets the, the itch that you always knew was there under the surface, right? If I could define Jimmy with just a couple of words, it would be a man of action. He has to yeah. be moving. He's like a shark. If he is not actively solving a problem or, or scamming someone, then he's dying. Uh, and and you see that like it, throughout Gene, he's barely able to restrain that. Right? He he's sitting here in this boring life, which to him is just not even a life. Uh, and and now you know the spark has been lit. The fu- the spark has happened. The fire's been lit. That itch has finally overwhelmed him, and he's gonna scratch it. Uh, I I just. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping for big things out of out of the gene stuff to pay off because it really has been you know enjoyable but very one note so far. Um they've they've done a good job of painting the picture of where he's at, but I want to see you know what what I, I just want to see the fruition of everything. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to to figure out exactly how I mean they they have so much riding on that. You know what I mean? They do. They really like, do. It, it, it's got so much it, it, it's it's really going to be the thing that defines the legacy of both series altogether because it's the last thing that they're going to do i mean sure. it, nobody who loves breaking bad already is not going to like it based on how better call Saul ends of course but that conversation that 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 goes around it about it being the greatest thing and you know is BCS as good as it and all that, all of that will, if people don't like the way that it ends, the gene part ends, like it's going to, it's going to sour a lot of that conversation going forward forever. You know, I think so. It will be a letdown. Um, and it's part of why breaking bad is so fondly remembered because it doesn't falter at the end. And I've, I've seen many series that do that come down to the end and just don't know how to quite get it across the finish line, um, in a super satisfying way. And I've seen series that do, and I'm hoping for the latter. Yeah, and I don't want to say I don't want anyone to get the wrong impression. Like I'm not saying that they need to do that, or or that's what I need, or uh-huh. I agree with that. I'm just saying that that's kind of the reality of the way things work right now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, look <laughs> at Game of Thrones. Right, the conversation around yeah. that show totally changed after that last season. Yeah, there's so. way more interesting stuff to talk about when it comes to that, but you, you, it's almost like you can't even hear that conversation anymore. It's been drowned out. You know? Right. Yeah. So we're, we're down to it. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about news and then maybe th- there are some light spoilers there. Um, so I, I do want to say, you know, th- thank you to you for being on the show. Um, if, if people are going to tune out now because they're very spoiler reverse uh, again, you know, Pete, Pete Peppers on YouTube. You can go search him. He makes uh, videos for like recap videos for a lot of shows and um, topical videos for those shows. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. So um, I just I just try to make stuff for people that are you know to keep keep you interested. Keep whatever you're thinking about in between things. You know what I mean? Just something to go right. along with with the experience of of getting sucked into a show. I'm, I'm more of an obsessive than, you know, uh, uh, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, writer or reviewer or something like that. I just, I, I just Mm -hmm. get super into TV shows. So I try to make stuff that 
I would want to see if I was, you know, if exactly. I, it, so, you know, that's where we kind of, that's where it kind of comes out, you know, is if, if you want, if you like a thing and I'm working on it, then you'll, you'll probably like what, what I'm making too. If you, if you just want more of it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and he's got videos on severance right now for people who are watching that. It's very, very good. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Such a, such a nice transition into this too, because, you know, it's like one, it's it's sometimes over the last couple of years, there's been some, some deserts in between, but right. We got one classic going right into another classic here. For sure. So you want to talk about these, uh, this news that came out. I'm not, I'm not sure if you know the news I'm talking about, but there's some casting news, some guest star news. Yeah, I did see that. I would like to hear what your thoughts are about it. Um, it it's one of those things. You're talking about uh, Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston, right? I am. Yeah, they're both going to be yeah. in this season. I think it's funny because um, it's one of those things that like, I always assumed was going to happen. Right. There, you know, it's kind of a cool position to have, you know, when you're posting or whatever to be like, oh, they don't even need to do that. It would be fan service, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> that was my position I, for a while. I like I don't I don't need it. I don't need it. Right. Yeah, you don't need it. I understand yeah. that. Like, I, I think that's a perfectly fine position to have. I mean, I wouldn't make my I wouldn't make my identity around that, you know, like, <laughs> sure. yeah. or something. But I mean, it, it makes sense. But at the same time, every time I would read one of those, I would think, but it would be so like when the, the fan service, you know, you don't want to these guys, you can trust them, I think. Right. I think maybe so. they made some missteps, but I think they understand those same considerations that we have around it and i just don't i just brian cranston showing up on out you know coming into frame or something that's just going to bring the house down in my mind you know what i mean like yeah. i just can't help it it's like a it's like a, <laughs> a, 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 a something i can't control it's just going to be like holy shit that's walter white you know what i mean <laughs> right it, but it can't be much more than that right because like what possible role could Brian Cranston, could Walter White have in the story at the moment? Like, okay, the, what, Nacho steals a car and takes it to the, uh, I don't know, takes it to the school for some reason? Why would he be there, right? Yeah, or, I don't know. Would, I he mean, be it, a, would he be a scientist at, at this point, a, a researcher still? I don't I don't even know. I mean, um, I haven't looked at that, you know, as far as the timelines concerned. I, I, yeah, I would yeah. think he would be we're, we're four years. There's a four years between where we're at right now and and the first episode of, oh, of Breaking okay. Bad. Then he would be a high school teacher. I think they, he would be a high school teacher. Absolutely. But yeah, um, I, I think from I, I I didn't read everything that was written about this this I, I, I but I did read a couple things and and one of the things that I came away just sort of like a hunch after reading it was that I think that maybe we'll see them in a capacity of flash forwards or you know just sort of like teaser stuff like you remember episode four four oh five whenever we saw Jimmy in the Breaking Bad timeline. Yeah, tearing through his I'm, office, getting money out of the walls. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like Walt and and Jesse. Maybe that they'll they'll play uh, some kind of a role there to to flesh out some things in in that timeline. But I don't know. I mean, I, it would be hard for them 
to yeah to like seamlessly do something in the in the BCS timeline. I think that's yeah. uh, that would be a challenge, and I think that's mostly what people didn't want to see was just like you know Gene going to or not Gene, but uh, Jimmy going to the car wash or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Which. yeah the timeline wouldn't even work out for that so i don't know but like that's what i'm saying you know like where it it wouldn't be that that can't actually you know fit into this time but what would that be then him going to the high school or you know yeah it'd be it would feel forced right and that's the only thing i don't want it to be is forced i I want it to be more natural yeah, so I think that that we'll see some kind of flash forwards. Um, I mean, you could have more time in 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 Robert Forster's basement. They spent some time there together. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Gene and Walt. That might be interesting. That could be interesting. Hmm. And then Jesse is still around, so you could flash even further forward. Yeah, <laughs> get him and Gene yeah. together. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not even, I mean, I don't know that we even know exactly when the gene timeline is. Yeah. I mean, I made a, a, I I looked into it pretty heavily and I I came to the conclusion that it's, it's after Walt, you know what I mean? There's, there's some markers in there that would say that it's a couple years after Walt's already been, you know, out of the picture. Okay. So I don't, I don't. But there's also been a lot of conversation that it might not be. I think even uh, you know Bob Odenkirk said something that seemed like it it was he that he was still around where Gene was. So you know it's not really clear. I don't know that 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 we can see them in that timeline. But I, I think mm-hmm. that to, for my money, it seems like the most effective would be for just some kinds of limited limited ventures into the actual Breaking Bad timeline. Yeah, that'd probably be best. Um, I, I do know that Giancarlo Esposito and Ray Seahorn are both going to be directing episodes this year. So that's yeah. kind of cool. That definitely uh, is. Um, you know, they, they, I, I don't know what we could say about that. I mean, what I could say about that anyways. Yeah. Um, no, it's, Brian Cranston it's, obviously did a good job with that whenever he was on, um, when he directed in Breaking Bad. So, uh, you know, that'd be good to see if they can do the same thing. Yeah. No, I always like to see actors making that jump. But one of my favorites who did that is probably Jonathan Frakes from Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh guy who played oh, Will yeah. Riker. He made a pretty good jump behind the camera. Um But yeah, I I don't know. I, I'm excited about the season. Is, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about before we get out of here? Well, we have um like I said, I did see a little bit and I, I and I could I could talk about that. Um just briefly if you want. Yeah, sure. So one of the things that has come out and, um, you know, I, I fire up the episodes and, um, um, of course I'm like, wow, it's been a long time since we had a gene cold open, you know, mm-hmm. it's time for the gene cold open <laughs> and, and, they, and they, they don't do it this time. What? Okay. All right. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it, they, it's a it's a fantastic cold open, and it, it makes total sense. And you know, I mean, it'll make you know you get it what they were going for right away. But like, just to say that I've seen two episodes, I haven't seen anything that takes place in that timeline yet. So I think that that probably leads a lot of credence to this idea of yours that there's going to be multiple Gene 
episodes or at least one at least con- one yeah that, that's yeah, what i was thinking I, that that gets my hopes up a little bit that we will see something more significant from that timeline yeah and and like, and like i said earlier briefly you know i i didn't see anything i, I don't want to give anything away and you know most of it is is pretty uh what you would expect as far as like it doesn't miss a beat we pick up right there um, they're, they're certainly, they're certainly exploring this idea of like, who's, who's driving this thing against, um, Howard, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kim or Jimmy. Just like, if, yeah, Kim or Jimmy, yeah. that whole, that, that whole conversation still feels like it's ongoing from, uh, the finale there. And, um, there is a pretty funny, there's this, you know, you see in the trailer, you keep seeing the statue of Liberty, um, inflatable that's above his office in breaking bad. Yeah. And they, they keep going back to this place and I won't say what's going on there, but, but the reveal there is, is pretty, pretty hilarious. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> it's, find it's the, still uh comedic, right? There's still a lot of fun to be had in the final. Yeah. Season. Yeah. They, yeah. I said they don't, they, there's no real, real shift in, in anything, you know what I mean? It's just, gotcha. uh, it, it, it's it's what you what what you're hoping for. It's there, and it, it like I said, I think the first episode is what you would what it needs to. It has to reestablish things. It, it's a bit of a table setter, but mm-hmm. it feels like things will get pretty propulsive from there because you know Nacho is on the run. Um, uh, their their plan comes together. Pre- you know, they start to put their plan together pretty quickly that starts to get moving. You know, there's not a whole lot of hanging around and, um, you know, going down some, on some different tangent. It seems like they're, they're moving directly towards the end, you know? Great. That's what I like to see. That was the thing about breaking bad that made it so compulsively watchable is that show almost never took a breath. It it occasionally had an episode or two to set things up, but once it got going pretty much, it didn't stop. Yeah. Yeah. And and there was one thing in the main trailer that you, you that a lot of people were talking about. We didn't really talk about it when we were just here, but there was this this closing sh- this closing shot of Lalo, and there's another guy standing in front of him that kind of comes up from a, a there's like a sink. Did uh-huh. you know what I'm talking about? Yep, I know the shot. Yeah, people were wondering who this character is. I, I won't say who he is, but I will say that. You know, we everyone kind of pointed out that he he's wearing the same shirt that he was wearing the night before. So this is something that happens, and you do understand who this person is and what's going on with him, like immediately in the Lalo story. You know what I mean? Hmm. So that's a good so tease because I don't, I can't decipher exactly what you mean, but I, I think yeah, yeah, that sounds exciting. Yeah. So yeah, it, you you it, like I. I I think that uh, at least on my video and then, and when we were talking about it, a lot of people were like, what is this character? What is he going to do? And, and there was this idea that maybe it would be something that would develop later, but you know, it's just something that you find out right away. So. Okay, cool. Anything That's else nice of note? No, I just wanted to, you know, say in the end, uh, you know, I, I, I do wonder this idea of, of who Jimmy is and, and what he deserves. And, you know, a lot of season four is him not really knowing who he is or what to do with what's going on. So I think it's going to be pretty exciting to see how that all comes out. And, and I do think, you know, that question of, of what does he deserve? And, you know, it, it, I think that 
on this rewatch and and getting ready and and thinking about everything, you know, I just wonder how much of that comes down to what he thinks he deserves, you know, Hmm. as, 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 as you know, and outside of that moral scoreboard of like, is he good? Has he done more good than bad? Does he deserve to get out alive and all that kind of stuff? I think what's going to be fascinating is to watch what, how he, cause you know, he kind of gave up on the idea that he could play it straight. You know, mm-hmm. he, he kind of gave up the idea that we saw that with Christy Esposito, right? When he says they're never going to accept you, you know, you just have to, to beat them at their own game. And I think, you know, that, like I said, I think that is Saul. He, he already is Saul. He already did that. It's, it still has to, to move in that direction more. Things still have to conspire to make him only care about money, not care about Kim, which is what, where he's at now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it's going to be a fascinating ride of, of seeing how, you know, hit how much of that he brings on himself and, how much of that is out of his control? How much of a role does Kim play? And then where does she end up? You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, boy, that twist at the end of last season really just throws everything into question, right? Where like Kim is now in the driver's seat and it almost makes you wonder, did Saul even want to be Saul anymore? <laughs> you know, would he have gotten on this, this back on this uh, ride if Kim hadn't been there to put him back on it? It's, yeah, it's wild. It's wild because, like I said, he, he spent all of four se- season four not being able to deal with, with Chuck's death. Mm-hmm. And then he never moved past that. There's no thing that, that shows you that he's done with that. It's still in there. Yeah, totally. It's just that he, he got sucked into being a friend of the cartel, which now there's real stakes and real things going on that he has to deal with. He, you know, Chuck is a, is a distant memory. It is. I'm sure he's not done wreaking havoc on Jimmy's life, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Something else came and took its place. And now you see that same thing going on with Kim. Her, she's got a, she's got a, uh, she wants to go after Howard. He can't turn down a scam. That's what he does. It's like, you know, it's like Babe Ruth not playing baseball, right? <laughs> sure. So it's like, wow, it's a great setup. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I want to thank you for coming on the show again. Uh, yeah, I'm, great I'm, having I'm you. happy to do it. It was really good to talk to you. I've been a, a long time listener of, of you guys, your shows, and your are uh, always kind of dig your takes on things. So it's nice to be able to have a conversation. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Really enjoyed it. Um, if you want to find Pete Peppers one more time, Go to youtube.com and then search up Pete Peppers. Just yeah. just how it sounds. I'm easy to find. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and that's it for the episode. We'll be back. Uh, my, my, I, I want to say to everybody who is wondering, like, is this the new format of the show? Uh, no, unfortunately, Pete won't be joining me the uh, for the f- full season. But fortunately, my wife will. Uh, she's back for this season of the podcast. And we're both excited. She's completing her rewatch now. She's like most of the way through season four, I think. So she's got a week to finish that up. But uh, yeah, we'll be back. Um, we'll be releasing our episodes every Wednesday morning. Um, so look for those then in Better Call or Better Cast Saul feed or also in the Bald Move Pulp feed, either one. Uh, and I guess that'll be it. We'll see you guys once the first episode is aired. Until then, I'm Jim. See you next time. And I'm Pete. Yeah, see ya. <laughs>